Mic check, mic check, one, two, Rigo, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Yes, ladies and gents, we got Tupac from Death Row Records up in the house, yo. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, ladies and gents, this is MD Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Um, one of the main reasons why I started this platform is to definitely highlight my fellow Hispanic brothers, my fellow Filipino Americans who are starting um, startup business, no matter what um, what what um, category it is or what genre or what um, what field it is, whether it's entertainment, arts, or starting uh, restaurants or food trucks or food catering businesses, I definitely want to highlight the homies for putting in work and paying dues out here, you know what I'm saying? Um, this guest right here, I met him because I did a taco commercial. Uh, I, I did a commercial for 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 his uh, company, um, and I actually was in the scene just eating, uh, trying his tacos, and it was very good tacos, by the way. I had fun in that commercial. You know what I'm saying? Um, he is the founder and the owner of Familia Español. It's a it's a catering. It's a food catering business that definitely specializes in Hispanic cuisine. Um, definitely inspired by 21 Hispanic countries around the world. And I must say, man, that the menu looks crazy bomb. You got to try the tacos for yourself. And they definitely cater to the vegan population. Um, San, Diego's na San Diego Native's very own Rigoberto and CISO. What up, Doug? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Yeah, You really took some time to really look that up. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. You know I had to do my research. You know what I'm saying? But like, so I, first of no, all, I want to... <laughs> no, it wasn't the taco commercial. It was a catering commercial. You know what? Let me take that, that back. But you, but you did. But you did get the tacos. You did get the tacos that day. <laughs> oh, so let me take that back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I did a commercial for a, for a food catering business, but I definitely got, uh, I definitely had a chance to uh, taste Rigo's tacos, man. Very bomb. Um, so, yo, man, I always take it back to day one. We're going to get into Familia Espanol, but I always take it back to day one. Where were you born and raised, my G? Here in San Diego. I uh, was nice. uh, in between Encanto and Lemon Grove. Nice, nice. Um, so, w when did your family migrate to um, to uh, San Diego? So, my <laughs> mom was actually born in LA. So, but her parents were the ones that came and got their citizenship back in, I believe, the mid '60s or something like that. Nice. And and they, uh, so yeah, they came from uh, from down south and. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Tecomanco Lima, right on my mom's side, and they came to um, they went to LA, East LA, to, nice. to just here. And then for my dad, his he's first generation here, and it was actually his parents that brought him here to San Diego in the Spring Valley area and raised him there, I believe, in the um. If I can correct, I want to say it was like the late seventies. Okay. Yeah. And how? Okay. And then, um, why why did mom and dad choose to uh, locate to SD? So it was um, it was actually uh, my dad was already here in San Diego. My mom came from LA 
to San Diego when she was about 12. Okay. And, and so, and that wow. was because during that time, uh, there was, I guess, a lot of gang activity. And my, my grandmother, she started noticing that there was like a change in her behavior that was kind of looking like she was leaning towards getting into trouble with the, the gangsters down there. And, uh, so, hey, dog, how would you describe growing up in San Diego, like, late 80s, mid-90s? How were those days like out here? Was it fun? Uh, well, for me, I was born in 88. Uh, nice. So I don't, I don't know really too much how it really was. But from my experience growing up here in San Diego, I really uh, never saw too much uh, of a division. It was uh, the way I was raised. I was raised uh, in a mainly Hispanic family um, mixed with Puerto Rican and Mexican. And um, uh, there was also uh, other um, churchgoers that we would hang out with. They were from other um, Latin countries like Cuba and other uh, South American countries. And so my experience growing up, I never really understood the... um, real difference between Latin America, Latinos. Like I, I didn't really see the difference because we all spoke the same language. Yeah. And so, but then later on I grew up and realizing, Oh, well, there is a little difference in culture, but I mean, pretty much as I saw it as, as long as we could speak the same language, that's all that matters. Right. <laughs> right. So who was Puerto Rican mom or dad's side? It was actually on my mom's side. And mom's side. it yeah, it was actually um, it, it was actually my step grandfather. Mm. So, so he he uh, he, but I was raised with him as seeing him as my grandpa because he was married. He got married to my grandma when she, when uh, I was I think a year before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Taking my little, you know, sorry. Um, no, it's all good. Hey. Trying to get right, trying to get right. Um, so let me ask you this, bro. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you came from a close knit Hispanic family? Uh, <coughs> close knit uh, Hispanic family, as in what sense? Like, like a. I guess family gatherings are big. Uh, family was a central part of your life. I mean, you know, like um, how big was family? That you know the. So like the immediate family was the one that I was really close to, like the actual house where I lived in. Yeah. It it was um, my two uncles, which are the brothers of my mom. Yeah. Her little sister, which is a year younger than me, and I kind of saw her as my my sister <laughs> and so um with them it was kind of that was like my main family um that I was close to no doubt, um, no doubt. yeah so then uh with my father um they my parents separated when I was like about seven uh-huh. so but I was always close to my grandfather on my dad's side Right, 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 right. Yeah, and my and my dad's brother, um, his oldest one, he he would always uh, 
take me to TJ. So that's how I made sure that I always was able to keep my Spanish strong because like uh, once I got into school, like I started kind of forgetting how to speak Spanish. So it was funny because like I would go to TJ maybe for like the summer and it would kind of kind of help me like, remember everything <laughs> like to keep it keep that language <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh that's hilarious all right so I'm, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit okay so so you graduate high school what year i graduated in the big in january of 2007 right. i graduated a whole semester early word up word up and why is that because you were just you were just done with the units you were just like, yeah ahead. yeah i was going to summer school so i was trying to get ahead and i don't i don't know if they allow kids to do that anymore but yeah back then they they would allow you to get your units earth during the summertime so you were able to knock them out faster nice nice so you graduate high school what was your game plan then what what's what's going on in your head like what's the plan dog are you gonna go to college are you trying to work well what's going on in your head when you graduated high school well funny funny thing uh family espanol was nothing in my mind yet (laughs) (laughs) like actually actually matter of fact i was not even into cooking at all at that moment like I I don't think I ever touched anything in the kitchen at that moment. It yeah. was actually pretty funny because uh, so I actually got married to like my high school sweetheart. Uh huh. And, and uh, she was actually the one that had like a huge passion for cooking. Uh huh. But so like after high school, I basically just devoted my time to um, just working any job I can get and taking care of her and taking care of our daughter. Uh, oh, wait. Well, so time out, time out. How old were you when you had your child? I had her when I was 21. And how, uh, old, were and how old were you when you got married? I was, I believe, 20. Holy shit. Yeah. And then you had your first child at 21. Yeah. So you grew up quick. You 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 were you started really early, my G. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember, well, uh, my ex-wife. She was actually at the time, she was uh, still in high school when I got out of high school. So I had to wait for her for like a whole another year to get out. And uh, so yeah, it was like. I couldn't get married to her at that time. <laughs> right, right. So you had to wait. You had to wait. Yeah. yeah. So you're a father of 21. You're working. You're like, what are some of the jobs you, you've worked before? Because, you know, in my podcast, I really try to, like, take it the step by step on how someone on how someone became who they became. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're yeah. a 21-year-old father. You're married. You're working. What are some of the jobs you're working at this point? I was working for Seaport Meat Company in Spring Valley. I was working mm-hmm. for Albertsons in Spring Valley. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also worked at Kaiser as a courier. So, like, after that first delivery job, it was like after that, it was almost every job was driving. And to the point where I got to downtown to work for a like, um, pain management company and yeah. I was bringing in patients to uh, the clinic 
to get their meds. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, it was just kind of like all the way to 2015 at from 2007 to 2015 i'm just like not thinking really about what i can do for myself but it's something always like told me like you know i need to do something like different like i can't be working for someone else and something was telling me like something art the artistic side of me was saying you know you need to follow your passions you need to follow what drives you to make you happy you know yeah um, so during 2015 is when I finally decided, you know, uh, to go to school. Yeah. And during the time I was at school. What school, what school were you applying to in 2015? Um, it was uh, San Diego City College. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. what, what program were you planning to, to take? Uh, at the time, I think I put down um, business administration. Because uh-huh. I just wanted to do something in business, so I was just like, you know, see what see what's available, see what catches my attention. Mm-hmm. And during that time, there, I think it was like the second semester, I did this one class. It was called uh, what's it called uh, career something like. Uh, oh man, I, I I can't really remember. It was something like like to find your career yeah and um i can't remember the the professor's name but she was a sweet little black lady and she was so nice she was like very uh patient with all the students and everything and i just remember like her one of the uh things that she had us do as a project was to write down our passion and what we can see a career in and yeah. then when I started heading towards Familia Espanol so when you were okay so before you even thought of the concept right like mm-hmm. growing up did it were you were you around a lot of cooking were you a lot were you around a lot of good food like was there like looking back like subconsciously maybe were you influenced by any family or like yes. was was there something inside you culturally that you were like you know what i want to try this because it's been kind of rooted in you since you were young or something right yeah so like it was actually my grandpa and my and my grandma the one i, I was raised with both of them him being puerto rican and my grandma being mexican i got to see like um different um foods different uh types of styles of cooking and at the time i really didn't pay too much attention to the actual way they were doing it but i was more so enjoying the food itself so i would have to say it was being a foodie mentally like they really kind of drove me home to being like okay this isn't here in san diego and I want to make be the first to bring it. Yeah, like you know, there w- there's not a lot of uh, Latin restaurants here in San Diego, but now I'm starting to see them pop up more. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like I feel like it's almost like a race I'm in right now. <laughs> so, like, yeah. let me see. So, growing around, what age were you even starting to attempt? Like, did you did you always know how to cook? Like, you always knew how to do it. 
you know it's so funny I, I really didn't like it was actually like even uh my ex-wife during the time we were married she was the one that always cooked and she's um she's, yeah she's black yeah and she loved cooking mexican food and she was <laughs> I, she also knew how to make some, some soul yeah. food but her favorite thing was always to make mexican food. nice and so she would she would ask um, my mom or i think she even asked my grandma a few times like how to make certain stuff and um so she was the one that was more so into the cooking uh-huh. and there was this kind of like time period where the whole business idea was kind of clicking in the head and my head was like oh you know building a restaurant of some sort you know yeah but at the time it was more so in the idea of just bringing like a southern um style to a mexican style uh, restaurant oh. but once that relationship was over it was kind of like i put it in the back burner didn't really think about it too so much. this is your first baby mama that was that that knew how to cook yes okay. and this is yes. you're, you're with a different woman now right you're not with the same yeah. okay cool cool i just want to i don't want to mix it up my bad <laughs> no no that's fine it's fine so, yeah yeah so okay. i'm in a new relationship right so basically your first your ex was the one that you that really knew how to cook and would mm-hmm. you say that she taught you i i would say that that's where i started paying more attention to cooking but it was actually just learning on my own that really took me off to really taking the adventure to actually take Familia Espanol there. So, uh, and it was, it was funny because, uh, like, my family, I tested it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I would bring them over. I was living in National City, and I would just be like, hey, you guys, I, I just, I made some dinner, and I really wanted, would love for you guys to come and try it. And they're thinking to themselves, Regal cooking? <laughs> like, so, so, so out, of, out of love and respect they came and what year was this and, around what year were you, were you really trying to test it out the recipes this was uh, back in 2017 so this was three years ago yeah, yeah. That's when you, three years ago wow. yeah so like three years ago was when I was finally like really put myself in there <laughs> yeah. and because because originally I was just thinking I'm gonna find me a cook but I didn't. I just didn't have the patience for that because I'm like, you know what? This is my business. I gotta really take it and know every step of the way. So I need to know what's going into my food. I need to know how long it takes to make. I need to know what's it cost to make. You know. So that's why I decided. Oh, you know what? First, I gotta know how to do this because I can't depend on somebody else to run my business. You know, I gotta run my own business. Exactly. You know. So. I, I decided, you know what? Well, if I'm really serious about this, I need to be, I, my heart needs to be in it as if I'm the one cooking it all the time. And it, when that time comes that I do have someone that has that passion for cooking and they want to ride with me, I need to know that their heart's in it the same way mine is. Right, 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 you know? right, right. So you started testing it out in 2017. You, you you were starting to like test out the recipes and see what works and what doesn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I started first with Cuban wow. food. Wow. Like, yeah, and that 
in the beginning i'm not gonna lie it, it was not its best of what it is now like <laughs> but you know little by little you know i kept on trying it and doing it over and over again so rigo you know? like nobody was teaching you like you were you were like teaching yourself like like yeah, how like definitely uh, youtube video recipe <laughs> book like how like how are you doing this so so yeah like i would just read read it uh, online or watch videos and just like combine all the information i was learning from multiple websites wow and, that's crazy and then so i would find my own way like it was basically like i never stick to one way of the way one person teaches i would at least have to have three different ways of doing it right and right. then figure out figure out okay works. what works for me right. yeah and because because if you only try one way you might be missing out on what what it can be way more like you know it could be way better some someone might have one way of doing it but then you combine someone else's idea and then combine another person's idea yeah you just have the best of three worlds you know <laughs> oh my god for sure like there's ladies and gents let me read off some of the stuff okay the homie got empanadas cachitos he got carimanolas you know what I'm saying he got bolion de verde chipa argola all kinds of stuff like there's like wings up in this mother there's Peruvian ch- yeah there's a, there's so it's a funny story about the chicken wings though funny, funny wings? story oh my goodness yeah so I gotta I gotta explain that a little mm-hmm. bit it's funny because the recipe originally is just for a whole chicken and when I was doing the recipe, I was like, well, that's not going to work out if I'm trying to sell for a catering order, you know, so I need to think to myself in pieces. How, how am I going to do it in legs or am I going to do it in thighs? Am I going to do it, you know, on breast? So that so I, I, I cut off the whole chicken and I just said, I'm going to use just legs and use the same recipe make it happen came out great yeah then i had a co-worker from amazon because mind you i'm not just doing only my business i'm still in like the beginning stages yeah. so i go and do work at amazon as a delivery driver and one of the co-workers there uh he came up to me and he's all i saw you you post that thing about the peruvian chicken yeah. wing or the Peruvian chicken and he goes, can you do that in a chicken wing form? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, hell yeah, I could do it for you. No problem. So, so like <laughs> next week, he, he placed his order and everything. I go and do it. And originally, I wasn't really thinking of putting that on my menu. But I was like, these things came out bomb. Dude, I got to put it on my menu. <laughs> that looks so bomb, my G. All right, ladies and gents, we got Birria de Rest. We got brisket chavito, ropa via. It's a lot of exotic South, uh, you know, Hispanic Southern American foods that that's really bomb. Okay, so we're gonna get into the menu because I definitely want to pick your brain about the menu. But before we get there, so from 2017 to now, you're testing it out. Around what year, around what year did you really like make it official? Like, all right, I'm gonna trademark this, this is the name, and I'm gonna do it. Okay, so I met you last year. I, the commercial. Yeah, yeah. So like, 2018. Oh, dope. I no, no, wait, wait, wait. So it was a kind of a process. So 2018, I go and 
put my logo because it was actually a old high school friend of yeah. mine that he actually I I he actually me and him weren't actually friends in high school it was more like kind of acquaintances like we would pass by each other and we seen each other but it was funny he actually started working at Amazon too and so when I bumped heads with him there he tells me that you know he does uh, logos and so I tell him about my business idea and I was telling him oh you know I'm really looking to make a logo for my business right, right now I'm, I only have a name but I really don't have a logo for it right. And so, so he actually stepped up and like, he was like, oh, let me, let me see what I can do, you know? Right. And so him and his wife uh, collaborated to making the world inside the O because I told them the whole concept and they kind of highlighted, you know, the countries on the little world inside the logo. So I go and send, I went and did it myself through um, the, um, U.S. Uh, copyrights um, website. Yeah. I go and turn it in. It took almost over a year <clears throat> to find through. Wow! So now I have the actual copyrights to a very basic, simple logo. But then 2019 comes around, and just last year, and I think it was June or July, is when I went down to San Diego in downtown and I actually um, turned in all my uh, information and I said hey you know I want to start this business so I got my uh, business license and I got my sales license and um, I got my food handlers certificate Good job, bro. Yeah. yeah like I, I did everything just last year to actually be official Good job, homie. so yeah the only thing I'm missing right now is insurance, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like um, I'm working on it. So anybody listening, please don't sue yeah. me. <laughs> so, ladies and gents, so I, I met I met Rigo at the commercial shoot uh, last last year around this time last year, and um, I was really I was really impressed with the tacos. You know what I'm saying? Really bomb shit and. Let, let, let's name off the 21 countries that the menu is inspired by. Like, can you name some of the countries that, that was really influenced? Right? Yeah, be, before before I name out the countries, though, I want to say something. When I met you, though, because I had already seen you in, in <laughs> your movie videos, like from Mark, yeah. which is why the me uh, got to be able to know each other through the commercial. Yeah. It, it honestly like felt like I was meeting a superstar. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was funny because I was like kind of like a little starstruck. Like I don't know, should I approach don't him? Should I be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> no. Hell no, no, my G, no, man. It, it was such an honor to be part of the commercial shoot. That was a really good fun. That was fun times, man. Good shit, bro. Yeah. And thanks for having me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, no, no worries. I was like super stoked <laughs> to just have all the support there. You know, like you know, everybody was really staying up super late to make that video. And it's so funny because like a minute long is really the max that we pulled out of that commercial. Yeah. But literally, it took three days <laughs> to get it yeah, done. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, long hours, but hey, it was worth it all. It was so I much like fun. I like how it turned out. That was really fun. Um, good times. Yeah. 
So yo man, name, name some of the countries that was uh was influenced in in this menu. Are, are so, they influenced? Yeah, so I'm going to start in alphabetical order and it's really Argentina, uh-huh. Bolivia, uh Cuba, uh-huh. Colombia, Chile. Sorry, I did that I'm not I'm not naming them in alphabetical order I'm just like right off the top of my head uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we got Chile Colombia Costa Rica Dominican Republic Ooh. Ecuador um, El Salvador um, Equatorial Guinea which is actually in Africa but they speak Spanish hey. which is like super cool like that's why I had to call it Hispanic cuisine because they're not considered Latin. Yeah. Neither is Spain. And so having those two countries. Hello? What up? What up? We go. Hey. Hey, what's up? Ladies and gents, my bad. We got cut. So, yeah, I'm going to take it back to the question, all right? So, yeah. what are some of the, like, you know, there's 21 countries that definitely influence and, you, and, and like, the, the the items, you know what I'm saying? So, let's name the countries in, in alphabetical order, I think we were there. Yeah, sure. Um, so, it's Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, uh, Colombia, Costa Rica, Cuba, uh Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're getting there though. Puerto Rico's coming. Uh, Ecuadorial, or sorry, Ecuador, uh, El Salvador, yeah. Ecuadorial Guinea, which is in Africa, and they speak Spanish as their uh, national language. That's right. And that's why I brought them into the the to my uh, menu. Uh-huh. Uh, Guatemala. Uh-huh. Honduras, uh, uh-huh. Mexico, uh, Nicaragua, uh-huh. Panama, uh, <coughs> Paraguay, Peru, wow. Puerto Rico, Spain. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spain. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Uh, Uruguay. And yeah. Venezuela. <clears throat> nice. So let me ask you this: What made you um? What made you get? What made you gravitate towards certain countries? Like, what made you choose the countries that you wanted to like, you know, to so, emulate to, so, uh, for this? So the idea, um, when I was getting out of, uh, when I was in college, that that whole thing was that I that it was to revolve around my five interests right so i said you know i love i love music i love art i love family i love cars and i love food (laughs) so so i was really thinking to myself okay how how can i kind of combine that all in one like you know so I was thinking about those four, at least minus the car of how I can bring all four of those as in something that would kind of show all those interests. 
and I thought to myself, well, food is an art, you know, depending on how you make it, how you present it. And I thought about family, you know, uh, you know, in my early beginnings of not really understanding the difference between Latin, uh, different Latin countries and just understanding as we all speak the same language. So, so I, I thought to myself, well, I would love to, have, I would love a restaurant that would be able to feature all these countries from Latin America. And during my research of like, I, I remember just researching like, what are all the countries from Latin America that speak Spanish? And then I just bumped into Equatorial Guinea in Africa. And I was just like, that is so cool that they speak Spanish. So, you know, I really wanted to bring that all together counting down all 21 countries and kind of just bringing every single country's different dish to be something unique and something that people here in San Diego may love to try. I try, oh, not, yeah. I try not to get too crazy with the dishes that may be a little awkward that people wanting to try. Well, especially yeah. some of the Central American countries, some of the food that they eat, we can't legally bring here. <laughs> because they uh, revolve around maybe guinea pigs and stuff so it's like yeah I mean I don't want to get too crazy you know <laughs> <laughs> Hello. so okay bam so you, you got the influence from different countries you know what I'm saying uh, so let's break it down the, the sizes of the trays let's break down the different sizes of the trays that, that, that people can order so the smallest size that you can order for catering is a one six tray, which, right. which if you look at it, there you got a whole tray, and then if you look at it, it can be divided into six parts. So oh, okay, then, cool, cool. So it goes down from six to one fourth to uh, one third, which is, and then you got half. Cool, cool. So and what are the uh-huh. Uh, well, uh-huh. each tray is about like four inches deep, so it got you have a lot of a lot of food in that one six tray. <laughs> this, I mean, yo, ladies, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I, yeah, no, like, yeah. So, like, if you look on the website, you, you, yeah. I've, I've already kind of, kind of gave in a estimate of what's the minimum that you can feed. A, a group of people because I, I was just like I'm just gonna say the minimum because some people like to eat a little extra you know <laughs> so yo let me okay go go ahead, go ahead my bad oh no 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 it, it's fine I, right, that's pretty much it on the on the trays I believe so to all my folks um, who love chicken alright yo check it out they got polo a la brasa you know polo del salvador just like some really good shit like Sudado de Polo. Oh man, for my pork lovers, we got La Chola pork, we got Cochinta Pis Pibil, uh, we got Pibil, we got Cubana pork. The, Cub- the Cubana pork looks so bomb, ladies and gents. Everything looks bomb, okay? Like, we got shrimp, all right? We got garlic shrimp, we got pe- pepian rojo. We got some, oh, for my vegans. Let me read it off for the vegans, all right? <laughs> we got Milanesa de Berenjanas. 
we got pastelion we got sukotash oh man everything so let's plug in the website real quick what's the website fam for for people to keep the menu it's uh, familiaespanol.com so it's spelled f-a-m-i-l-i-a all together with espanol it's e-s-p-a-n i oh sorry n-o-l yeah and the instagram is the same thing right at familia espanol yeah all together yeah okay cool ladies and gents y'all gotta peep the menu okay uh san diego residents everybody tuning in he's delivering south sd north sd you know what i'm saying so anybody throwing birthday parties uh holidays are coming up holidays are coming up you know what i'm saying hit him up a lot of a uh, good exotic hispanic cuisine you know what i'm saying this ain't you know what i'm saying like this where you take the hot chick out to a date at you know what i'm saying like because uh, you know you know what i mean C- cuban food you know what i'm saying all that shit oh for all my Filipinos out there, all right? All my Filipinos, you got some rice, you know what I'm saying? Arroz de gandules, you know what I'm saying? We got galo pinto, we got Latino-style rice and beans, we got, you know what I'm saying? We got Spanish rice. Uh, for all my soup and salads, especially for all, all my vegans, ensalada de palmito. Oh, for my soup, for all my folks who love soup, porotos, ganados, you know what I'm saying? It's really good, really bomb shit. Like, this is like, um, this is like soup plantation, but like the exotic style. <laughs> yeah, it's really exotic. This yeah, is, you like, know what I'm saying? I they, can't, I can't, I can't even pronounce this shit up in this mother. Yeah, you're doing pretty good though. You're doing really good on your pronunciation. Um, de papas. It just sounds sexy. Goddamn, that's what you should. <laughs> Yo, what's up, mama? Yeah. Do you want some loco de papas? All right, words. <laughs> <laughs> just dropping your panties right there. <laughs> okay, I'll take you. Yo, so, mama, you want some primavera salad? <laughs> yeah, but, you know it's so funny because, like, like you know I mean, these, God damn. My, uh-huh. my girl, my girl, literally will be like ordering off the menu, basically telling me I want this and this for dinner. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, let. let. Let's break down the four different deals that people can order in the prices. Let's break down the prices in the four different deals. Four different deals. I. What exactly are you talking about? My bad. Not the deals, but oh, um, you talking about on the on the, the website, the, com- the combo, or like you know the combos, or like oh, okay, or just yeah, like but- you know like they get to pick two sides, or like the two like. Can you explain like the deals? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so. Not, not, like the, not, not like the drug deal. Come on, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> no, I, I was a little confused after because, like, I I don't really focus too much on the deals, but it's something I do need to get more into. But uh, yeah, on, the, <laughs> so like the the catering deals that I do offer are uh, basically meant for people that are looking to get their party taken care of you know yeah 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 having like a birthday party or anything like that definitely that's the uh, best place to look for a good deal so because i i do drop prices on there if you if you check out on on these uh columns there's definitely a big big like savings to that um instead of buying it each like separate right right yeah so like Yo, 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 hello? Hello? 
ladies and gents. That's my bad. All right, so let's take it from there. All right, the four different type of catering deals for the for for the peoples. Can you break it down? Like, what are their choices? What are their options? Those, there's actually six deals that I offer, right, um, and just like so, starting with like the the deal that's called the mini solo three, and it's actually you get uh, one main dish and right. two sides. Right. Uh, and they come the the big the main dish comes in a one fourth size so it's and then you get two sides that come in one sixth so nice. remember the one the one sixth is the smallest um ones but you get two of them yeah. and then and then you get a little slight a little bit bigger size for the main course yeah and it it feeds up to at least six people, dividing it into sixty-five bucks. Nice. So it's a it's a pretty good deal. You get you actually get more food than than you would feed for six, honestly. But I just always put a um, minimum just so not so people don't expect to be able to feed like too many people. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I prefer to like give a lower number than having a high number than people being upset that hey you know it said that i would be able to feed 12 people but i don't know how much you guys are scooping up you know what i mean hello yo you crazy dog you crazy nah, I, I had to i had to think about it because you know i i have family that's like that dude. They love you know you, you know yeah so like yo man i thought i was gonna feed 12 motherfuckers yeah but you guys ate like for like 30 people right (laughs) yeah so and then and then we got the solo two and that one comes with two uh basically you could you choose one uh main course and then you got one side and it uh but both of them come in a quarter and a quarter size tray or one fourth tray and it comes with free delivery dope dope yeah what's the next deal after you get to choose anything off the menu that you want as your main right right dish and I got the um uh Los Tres Amigos okay and you get to choose up to three uh three three different um choices you get two main dishes and then one side and all of them come in a one-third tray so that that fits in one one full it, it, it's a lot of food for that Ooh. and so and that's for 150 with the free delivery too and then we got the grand uh, grande tres amigos so like for big you want a little extra you know <laughs> so you get three choices too and you get same thing where you pick two main uh, dishes and one side uh-huh. and all of them come in a half size tray so that's now getting like you getting extra it's for like 30 people at least minimum depending if you're going to be eating a lot <laughs> wow so and then we got the um mini fiesta you want to feed up to 50 people uh-huh. and you get to pick two main dishes one appetizer and two sides 
and uh-huh. all of them come in a half size tray um that one does come with uh the if you like you can order to have a uh, me or one of my uh partners come and actually cater for you so like if you need someone there to make the plates for your guests that's available yeah it does it comes with free delivery um that's at four hundred dollars but like i said you're getting a lot of food right there that's like five different picks yeah and you're getting free delivery sick yo and then uh uh-huh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. and then the, the last one is the grand uh fiesta you could feed up to a hundred people minimum but if you're like being really careful making sure you're giving a like a good portion is you could feed probably like max 200 and that comes with like four different main trays two appetizers and three sides wow and all yeah so yo for all those listening um can we break down the sizes again for the for the trays and then the prices for each if they just want to get that one type of food you know what i mean so so i can't really do that because on the website it's already listed of like what's um what the price is for each one and not each one like say what it costs for chicken and beef there's going to be a big difference right 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 i see you i feel you yeah so like it all depends on what it is that they're ordering so like for instance if you're ordering a salad and you want a full tray it's not going to cost you as much as what it would cost to get pork or beef true that true that so it, it all depends on what the person's budget is what they're looking for and that's another thing like i got um a, a button on on the whole website everywhere you look free estimate now if you click on that you you go and answer the questions i'm gonna give you the best deal i can give you sick, sick yeah sick, so, sick, like, sick. so like all your listeners right now you t- you just put at the bottom of the of the um questionnaire say where you heard about the website and that they mention your name i'm gonna give them a great deal i'll give them 25 percent off so to all your listeners six 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 that's awesome man that's really good you work with the people yeah definitely definitely i i want i want people to really feel like they're getting the bang out, out of their buck you know and now yeah. yeah so like and another thing is um what's coming up soon that um i haven't really put on the website yet but i'm pretty sure by the time your listeners see this or listen to this um i've actually started uh i joined a this um this program to help children that are um needing school supplies yeah it's called um for um our future matters it's dope dope so it's it's just like every purchase that you make yeah um, through my through the company uh i believe it's 15% we're giving to um our future matters to be able to buy kids you know backpacks school supplies of all sorts you know to be able to, and then um i believe the program is talking about uh in the near future of actually being able to um get kids lunches so uh i don't know how far along that's going but 
definitely I, I definitely feel strongly with them that I want to be a part of that so knowing that you know you're helping my company not only grow you're also helping some kids locally get their school supplies I'm so glad you're doing this for the community, bro. That makes me so happy and I'm proud of you, man. Good shit. This is what I love to hear. This is what Andy Podcast is all about, you know, making sure that I I give a platform to people helping the community in any way they can, especially the kids. Good job, bro. Proud of you. Yeah, de- definitely. Yeah, because like, I think, so I think the future uh, will be better. Like, to be at a better future for everybody is like focus on the kids. You know, so they don't they don't have to go through the same struggles. You know what I mean? So when does this start? When, when can people start this fundraiser right here? Um, I actually I believe it's I believe it's starting sometime in the end of this month of uh, November. But I know I'm I'm alongside with them of trying to develop everything, all the that they need. So I'm I'm kind of in the footsteps of where they're starting this whole program. I'll definitely spread the word, help you promote, and I'll definitely help get the word out there, bro, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm putting everything I can into it. You know, as much as I can, I'm giving all the time I can. Good job, homie. Um, the winner is here. It is now cold. It's here. It's cold like a motherfucker. It's bipolar as hell. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's cold. Right. So for for all my peoples out there that love soup, what are the top three soups that you can recommend for the listeners right now? Uh, Definitely the papa. Um, That one is really good. Like, I enjoyed it so much. It's... uh, How much for the the, biggest size? How much for the biggest size? Did I lose you again? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, papas. Yeah, the that's uh, third third dish on there. That one from Ecuador. That one's pretty bomb. It's like a nice creamy, almost like I would say um, a a little bit watery, like kind of like not too watery, but like almost like a mashed potato type style, like. It's really it, honestly I, w- I was really impressed because i'm not a big fan of soups myself so i w- for somebody that isn't a huge fan of soups that was pretty good right right and then so, and then what, we got sancocha uh-huh. sancocha yeah. love love all the veggies in there i mean and if you're a big meat lover that's definitely a way to go <laughs> how much for the biggest size for these for these bowls biggest bowl okay so uh, as a single bowl or a single order or the biggest order you can make uh just the biggest order you can make from that okay from, so from these... so for the sancocha i on this because normally big people get like a big bowl to fill up so i i said that minimum of 10 people can get it uh the full tray and it's about like 100 bucks but nice. i mean honestly i'm gonna be real it's definitely worth it it's you get like hell yeah you're getting chicken pork and beef and sausage and you got corn in there you got uh celery and corn uh and carrots it's definitely definitely something that people might really enjoy especially if you've already had it before if if you're familiar with sancocha if you're like from the um puerto rico or dominican republic 
even Cuba, like most of those people are pretty familiar with it. And For all those who love chicken, well, top top three chicken. What would you recommend for my chicken? Lovers? Oh man, chicken definitely, definitely the uh, one from Peru. That one, Ooh, is, that one looks bomb. But like, oh my yeah, God. It, it, but be, I'm gonna be honest. If you're like expecting spicy, it's not spicy. It, uh-huh. So I don't know if people know this, but Mexico is probably like the biggest fan of spice. When they like they like it burning, right? So <laughs> a lot a lot of these countries, their recipes are very mild, very tamed. They're not into super spicy food, and, it, and that was something I learned during the whole um, process. Is like. Man, Mexico is the one that likes like Chile a lot, you know. But yeah, uh, I mean, other countries they they enjoy it a little bit, but not to the point where it's like they're feeling it, you know. Yeah, for all my ve- for all my vegans out there, top three dishes for all my vegans. What would you recommend? Definitely um, the the Puerto Rican, uh, basically plantain lasagna. Woo, that looks. Yeah, that looks so bomb. All right. Oh, what else? Um, for them, for vegan, uh, those, yeah, yeah. those three, the san, uh, the um, also the uh, what is it called? Succash is really good. It's like basically a veggie salad, uh, veggie salad, but yeah, it actually tastes like there's meat in there. Surprisingly, with all the spices mixed in, you be right. and it, it does have a kick. That one. If you're not ready for no like super hot, you probably don't do it because it's pretty strong. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. For all my folks, for all my folks who love rice, what, what can you what can you recommend for rice? Oh, definitely arroz y gandules. That is like my favorite. Um, that like as a kid growing up, so many memories like my grandpa making that. So good. Uh, I mean. And another thing is, I do make it as a vegetarian version because I nice. I don't. Uh, grandpa and I guess the actual original way is, you throw in either like sausage or chicken, you know, any kind of meat you throw it in there. And, yeah. And I I kind of told myself, well, I want to give more vegetarians and vegan uh, options. And without losing right. without losing the taste, you know. So, right, 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 right. So that's definitely one that is a vegetarian, not vegan, because there is some uh, stuff in there that vegans would not be okay with. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as like curry, people who love curry, what can you re- what can you recommend? Sorry to say, I don't have any curry. Word yeah. word. How about some like uh, potatoes? People who love potatoes. Potato. Well, that 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 potato soup from Ecuador is really good. Definitely, that has a nice. lot of potatoes. But also, our chicken from Colombia is really good. That has uh, potatoes in it. Uh, nice mm-hmm. golden cut potatoes in there. As far as something sweet, the desserts. What can what can people order as far as like desserts? Oh man, haven't got there yet, but coming soon. I I really haven't. Yeah. I haven't really put focus on desserts. I really just kind of focused on main dishes, sides, and appetizers. Uh, good shit. Good but shit. um, 
perhaps more along in the future. Right now, I kind of most people that do ask for desserts, I kind of point them to other local businesses that I know personally that mm-hmm. I try to help support uh, that are also uh, small businesses like my own, like myself. Nice. Um, as far as let's say people who like something, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so many types, so many types of food, so many types of food, man. Oh, there you go. People like for people who love fish. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't. What, I don't what, have. What, I don't have actual fish, but I have shrimp. I got. Nice. Two. Yes, you do. Yes, you yeah. Do. I have two different types of shrimp. One is spicy, and that's the one from Ooh. the one from uh, um, what's it called? The. God lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, Guatemala from that one is a little spicy, really good in a quesadilla. That that actually that that recipe originally started on the um, what I made for my food truck menu, and it's a yeah. quesadilla that comes with that shrimp. Really bomb, really really right. As well as the garlic shrimp. That one's really great when you're having pasta. So, like, if you combine that with our um, pasta salad that's from yeah. Uh, Panama, yeah, my girl she asked she she asked for this. I believe uh, two weeks ago, she asked me to combine the two. It was actually incredible. the The two combinations were really good. Nice, hell yeah. Oh man! So for all those who are gearing up for Thanksgiving, and if everybody needs, so how's Thanksgiving gonna work? If if people need that shit to be delivered, Thanksgiving, how soon should they order from you? Definitely, if possible, order a week ahead, but nice. a minimum of two days before would help uh-huh. because uh, a lot of them, the food that I that I make I I want it as fresh as possible so giving me that at least two days um, before is the way to go so I can make sure that if the meat or whatever I'm making uh, I need to marinate or whatever you know it's it's ready to go word up so yo man how many people are working with you or for you? Because I know this is going to take some time to like drop it off, different spots, different, different you know, drive, and you need someone to be there for like the actual chef to like to help prepare the plates. Like who who's who's working with you? Who's helping you? The, um, so I have uh, my family is actually very supportive. My mom, good job, my good mom, and also my my girlfriend or fiance, I should say. <laughs> It, you're blessed yeah. homie you're blessed even you're blessed. yeah you know what and even surprisingly even my daughter she's she's 10 years old and she she sees me in there and she's like what can i do you know oh that's beautiful right? man. right you want to help so go wash your oh, hands. Man, that's beautiful go wash your hands and put on some gloves let's go <laughs> that's beautiful homie 
And like, I love the fact your family is supporting you. Your family's right there. I love the fact that you understand independence and ownership. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that you're teaching your daughter at a at a very young age. She can see dad's entrepreneur entrepreneurial skills because not only you're a chef. At the end of the day, homie, you're you're a business owner. Yeah. And you gotta run this shit from the time you wake up till the time you drop in the bed, okay? Yeah. From the minute you wake up, for the time you drop in bed. So it's not just cooking, you know. You're a man that has to provide for your wife and kids. You gotta do what you gotta do every day, and not only you gotta do what you gotta do, you love what you're doing. Definitely, you know? definitely. And and at the end of the day, fam, you're getting paper from this shit. You know, we're shooting commercials for your catering business. You know, we're dropping podcast interviews for your business. It's like, like people are supporting you and people are behind you, bro. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's nothing. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, and to all your listeners, like, if you're like going through your journey and you're finding yourself like, man, can I really do it? Trust me, if you really love what you're doing, you are not gonna see things as a problem you're going to see them as challenges and, and that's the way to look at all of life like don't don't get hung up on one thing that didn't work don't get hung up on one person telling you no definitely if you love what you're doing and you really believe in it keep moving forward and it's going to happen when it when your time is ready it's going to happen because i definitely yeah through my journey i'm still not there where i want to be but i'm going through the process and i'm just going with the flow you know what i know when it when the time is ready i'll be there you know so hey man you are in the good step you're in the good direction you are in a good place man people are really holding you down people that you love people that care for you you know yeah definitely in like every event that i go to like that that's what makes me like keep moving forward when i get those reactions from uh the support you know customers coming in and they come bringing their friends back with them after they got an order and they're like oh you got to try this and or like i think my best comment that i ever received was when someone told me it was this girl she, i think she was from like um nigeria or something like that and she yeah. was like she had the um, succotash from Equatorial Guinea and she goes this reminds me of home I was nice. just like oh that's exactly what I want from people like I want people yeah. to feel some kind of memory I want them to like have some kind of connection to what they're having you know and like yeah. this last event I, w- I brought in a lot of vegan options and nice. the vegan community was loving it. They bought almost everything up. Nice, man. Yeah, so it was that that love from them that was like, okay, this is the step I'm moving towards now. Like, uh, I'm making still traditional, authentic food as much as possible. But definitely yeah. my vegan uh, community, I'm there for them. Like, I yeah, really yeah. want to cater to them as well giving them that same flavor in a way that they can enjoy that is awesome man and community is everything right it's everything um 
support for the community san diego it's it, it does mean a lot and i wish nothing but good prosperity for the rest of 2020 moving forward man yeah, um, let me ask you this mm-hmm. what's your advice for upcoming entrepreneurs especially those who want to get into the cuisine or catering business what can you what can you advise for the up-and-comers what can they expect what are the do's and don'ts you know yeah so i would definitely say first whatever concept you're going with make sure it's something that you really love to make like make sure it's also something that is easy to make make sure it's not some some crazy concept that's taking you hours to make if it's if it's taking you a whole day to make and you're having to put all your time and effort on one single thing <laughs> probably not the best idea like you know right 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 you know right, if right. It, it takes a lot of concentration for that one thing to get done don't do it just remember that you're you're you want to be able to make it profitable but at the same time not losing the quality in what you're making you want you want to make sure you're giving a product that people are going to love and say it's great not just good that's that's always my goal is to aim for when people say that food was great if it if they say it's good i get it that they're saying they're saying something nice but at the same time that's not what i'm aiming for i'm aiming for great you know right amen amen um what are let me ask you this dog what are the challenges in this business especially with the pandemic has it has it affected has it improved like what are some of the challenges in this in this industry as far as food and cuisine and catering well for me personally i could only speak for myself because i'm sure for a lot of companies that have been already in the game it could be way different point of view Um, but for me in the beginning of this year things were running smooth um because in the beginning of the year we still didn't get all the lockdowns and everything that came later after february so in the beginning of the year i had already listed two events and i was also coming into the amazon parking lot on a regular basis making cuban sandwiches which people were just taking them left and right like it was good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. Hell, yo i'm telling you man the menu looks bananas all right yeah uh-huh, my so, bad. I <laughs> no no it's fine and then so like definitely the struggle for me now is more so f- being able to find like i'm looking for a brewery to work with i'm looking yeah. for some brewery that's out there that their whatever they're serving will complement the food as well as their drink you know so right and right now a lot of food trucks they're already on top of the game like you know they have their mobile kitchen so they're able to get there and make everything fresh while for me i'm still working on trying to get a food truck so a lot of the stuff i make i have to make ahead of time and then bring there and put them on hot trays so serving kind of like almost in a buffet style you know that's fucking dope yo man that's 
I'm really glad that you're doing this and uh, I feel good about your business man this shit's gonna blow son cause you know why the shit is good and it looks good too you know what I mean yeah definitely when, when I make when I take the pictures I definitely aim to kind of make it look very pleasing to the eye um, try to I try to I try to simplify as much as possible without getting too crazy because like the first pictures that I first started with for my yeah. first menu for the food truck, that one uh, I got a little too colorful with it and sometimes it, it kind of uh, took away from the food <laughs> with, with the background. So yeah, so definitely like a lot of the pictures that I got very plain Jane and where it put all focus on the on the food itself. Um, let me ask you this, dog. What have you learned about yourself as a as a husband, as a father, as a chef, as a business owner? Like, what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? During this 2020? The, during this whole crazy year, son? Like, definitely, you know? definitely, you got to be patient um, because you can't force anything to happen. You just got to be patient and stay in your lane you know focus on what you can do right now and uh not what you can't get done right now because like there was a point where i was kind of like getting beating myself up because like my thoughts were like oh by the middle of the summer i should have this food truck but obviously that that didn't happen you know so so good. We're gonna yeah, get there. definitely, We're gonna get there. definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there regardless, uh, sooner or later. But definitely, just also reaching out to uh, other owners, like for instance, Anthony from uh, Belinda's Familia. He's a he's a food truck owner, and he also had he had a a, a restaurant there in Spring Valley, but now he uses it as just a kitchen, and that dude real dude like that he's so awesome like he he took me to his food truck he showed me how he runs things so it really helped for me during this time while i'm you know waiting for things to pick up to just go out reach out to you know local owners that are down to be um you know a teacher so so right. just i keep myself busy by learning as much as I can and then at the same time it kind of teaches me that hey you know what even if I did have the food truck I really wasn't ready because I'm still learning new things so I really believe that this is just you know God's plan to put put this uh, in front of me to say hey you know you still got time you still need to figure out other stuff before you actually right so a lot of times we try to rush things and if you don't want to stumble and make mistakes it's definitely the way to go is to learn from others you know yes um i think being persistent and and i think working hard and being persistent mm -hmm. i think that also that also takes people places definitely you know? I mean, I always feel like God will definitely bless those who are working hard and staying persistent at it. That that got that's got to count for something because it's gonna have this the the road the the road success or the road for us trying to get better, trying to trying to be the better versions of ourselves. There's gonna be some bumps in the road, man. Definitely. 
um, there's gonna be some bumps. There, it's gonna take a couple failures for us to learn and get and get our asses back up, right? Yeah. And I think that's just part of like growing into manhood. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still we're still growing into manhood, like in our 30s. Like Definitely. we're starting to understand now, like ownership, independence, and passing something down to your family or to your daughter, to your to your kids someday that can that can continue on because this shit's gonna it's, this is gonna blow because it looks. It looks really good, and it's like it's it's really good too. I mean, you got different kinds of flavors and different kinds of varieties or like options, you know. Like, so, anyways, dog. Um, is what are some of the challenges in this business? Well, what are some of the hard days like? What are some of the hard days like doing this? Um, well, definitely when it when I'm not working at Amazon and. I'm just stuck at home. Sometimes I gotta give myself something to do, at least one one task that keeps yeah. me focused on my business, even if it's something very simple like just editing my website on something that I see that may be needing to be fixed, you know. But definitely for myself, I I don't mind not sleeping. Sometimes like losing sleep to my business is not a problem like i i put a lot of grind into it where i'll be up to like one o'clock in the morning sometimes and i have to get up at yeah. like four in the morning to go to work you know but i it doesn't bother me because like it's not that's how you know when it, you really love what you do when when you realize that what you're doing might be taking away your sleep and your comfortability but it's not an issue because you love what you're doing you know amen 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 yeah. you love what you're doing and you're going to take time to perfect the craft right yeah, you're going to take your you're going to take your time to perfect the craft yeah. it takes it takes consistency yeah. to perfect the craft it takes a lot of times to uh takes hours to perfect this you know so yeah. i really give you props homie. yeah because there's, there's been um, times where i i had to ordered i had to drop off by like 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm trying to make sure it's made fresh and i had to get up at three in the morning to make sure that i started the process of whatever i was making you know yeah so yeah it's definitely sometimes it's not fun but it's what you love Yo, man, to all my folks out there listening, once again, all my Instagram users at, at Familia Espanol. Um, the website is www.familiaespanol.com. Um, any final words for, for our peoples out there, Hugo? Um, just uh, for all, anybody that's, you know, trying to find their path, or maybe they're already in their path and they're maybe struggling right now through, you know, this whole COVID. Just remember that things are gonna get better. Keep yourself busy, you know, and don't don't lose uh, your drive just because uh, it's not happening the way you expect it. Uh, just keep, keep moving forward and find what you can do. Amen. Yo, man, once again, thanks for, like, donating your time and, and taking your time to, like, really chop game with me. And 
just really getting to know your story and your background, bro. It's it's been a real one. Good job. Good job. Uh, I actually want to thank you, Marlon, because like honestly, this was uh my uh, it was big. This is a big deal for me. You know, this is a I take this with a lot of pride and it it, it, meant, it meant so much to me when you hit me up and asked me to be a part of this. And I was like, hell yeah, like <laughs> it's hell my yeah. pleasure. My pleasure to be a part of it. Hell yeah. I, ho- I, I hope I get to do your next commercial too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just hey, 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 yo 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 yeah. Rigo, just let me know when you're <laughs> yo Rigo, just let me know when you're under new management, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I already do, I do. I was I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nothing but good stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um so yo, my G, like I'm really, I'm really excited for. So, yo, what's what's next for 2021? What's what's coming up? What's gonna be new for the company before we before we get off? What's coming up? What's, what are the changes? Like, what are the changes? I'm, I'm trying to uh, get everything organized with the this uh, donation thing with uh, nice. our uh, our future matters, and, and also. Um, uh, I'm I'm actually also kind of looking forward to trying to reach out to another um, company that is in the works with uh, helping the homeless. So I I don't know how much I could stretch out, but definitely I, I want to give a little also to those that are struggling right now with uh, you know especially during these times with the cold and you know the fears of getting sick you know it's 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 heavy for the homeless people you know i i feel for shit for real but yeah like i'm hoping if everything if everything goes well that you know i i can find a a nice spot where there's a lot of traffic that can connect with what i'm doing in a brewery and Hopefully, from there, I could take it to the next step of actually getting the food truck. And once I get those wheels rolling, I think uh, definitely a big game changer for that. That's fucking, man, that's dope. Yo, man, let me, all my folks tuning in once again. This is Marlon D. Rigoberto. Add that at Familia Espanol. I'm telling you guys, this is some bomb shit, all right? For reals. And I'm a foodie. You know what I'm saying? Like, this looks dope. This looks good. Yo, man, Rigo, I'm going to hit you on the line, all right? I'm going to hit you back all right, right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Andy, Andy Podcast. Much love. Peace.